This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. Welcome to the Parenting for Faith podcast. My name is Rachel Turner, and this episode we're talking about, well, I love stories, so I'm going to tell you some stories of surfing the waves at summer because we're in the middle of it. And sometimes it's just encouraging that sometimes the best faith conversations we have are the unplanned ones. Uh, We're going to pull some audio from one of our Facebook lives that we do for parents and uh, bring in some bedtime together stuff. How can we be creative with chat and catch at bedtimes if that's becoming to be a bit formulaic? And uh, my friend Simon Perry, who is an absolute awesome man. He is doing some great stuff in developing media for children that is God-filled and God-inspired and disciples children. And we are have multiple interviews with him coming up over the next couple of months. And this one specifically, I've asked him to talk about a project that he worked on that had to do with worship music and grief. And so he's going to be talking to us a bit about the album called Home and how it is a set of songs uh, to enable children to process grief and meet with God in it. It's a wonderful project and uh, you're really going to like him. We're going to hear a lot more from him later. But to start, uh, I'd like to talk about the randomness of summer. Summer is great for random God applications and conversations and to share with whatever is on your brain. And sometimes we feel like, okay, it's the summer and now I've got to sit up and really plan. When are we going to do God stuff? And I just want to encourage you that while some people are like, yes, we're finally going to start that devotional that we as a family wanted to try, but just couldn't manage to make happen during during the school year. If that's what you want to do and that's how your family works, great, go for it. But I also wanted to encourage you that that you may just want to add in this sort of knowledge that the relaxing conversation can also be significant as well. You can do both. You can do one or the other. You can do whatever you want because it's your family and you're the experts. So I just wanted, I'm sure I've told you this before, but I just wanted to tell you a few stories of like how ordinary it can actually look. So Uh, I know, I'm sure I've told you this story before, but I feel like my brain is starting to slip and so is my hormone replacement patches. And so I'm going to tell it again. (laughs) So just listen, uh, like uh, with with indulgence. Uh, But one of my favorite stories of my life really is when we hiked the Grand Canyon and it was 45 degrees and I was nine years old. And I was with my parents who looked ancient at the time, but now I know we're like 33 or something ridiculously young. And uh, they uh, made me hike the Grand Canyon. It was like nine hours down and like 12 hours up. I accept that I could be exaggerating, but it was like a full day thing. And my mom's toes got so bruised that her toenails fell off. I remember that. And it was 45 degrees at the bottom and it was hot and I was sweating and my legs were throbbing and my feet were throbbing. And there was this this river that was running through the canyon. And I remember just sitting on this rock thinking, I'm just going to have to die here now. Like, there's no way I can get out of this cavern. And my dad sort of waded into the river um, and he sat down next to me and I had no energy whatsoever. And my dad, for some reason, was like, 
I'm thinking about Jesus now, and I'm going to share it with you. And and so he just started talking. I remember, I remember having no energy to talk back. And he was just like, look at that rock in the middle of the river. And you see how, how the river flows around the rock. And and that's like Aikido, because he's a third grade Dan black belt in Aikido. And he's like, just like Aikido, you, you move around the obstacles. And there are just so many times in your life that, that there's an obstacle in your way. And when we stay in the Spirit, when we stay with the Holy Spirit, when we stay with God, He will just enable us to flow around them. And it doesn't mean the obstacle goes away, but it means that He will help find us a way around it. And all we need to do is just stay in the river of God. And I remember him saying that, and it sort of like impressed himself on my soul and my brain partially because I was so tired and I remember laugh I just remember laughing at him and being like really did you think this was the time to have this conversation and I remember my mom laughing at him and I remember laughing at him but I'll tell you that has been like the most significant life lesson that keeps coming back over and over and over and over and over again because I he was feeling something and it was so genuine and it was so right. And that analogy, because I was experiencing it and I was so refreshed in the river that it was like all my senses went together to make that really true. And uh, it was the, it was the best like parenting for faith moment, my dad, in terms of lifelong significance. Uh, but at the time, I'm sure he wasn't thinking, wow, that was really significant for her. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, this this summer, I, as you know, if anyone has watched the Facebook Live, I finally got to do blacksmithing, which is my new life's call. And I will disappear at some point to go to National Blacksmithing College because I'm it. But uh, I came home with it and had this great conversation with my kid. I had not planned this at all. But I was talking about like what was happening to the metal because I was just so excited and what was happening inside and there. And and then I was talking about how like, you know, if you hammer it too much, the carbon goes out. And I had all of these you know, new pieces of information. And then at some point I was just mentioning about how like now I get the whole refiner's fire thing and, you know, how important it is to like to, to hammer things out. I just had all these analogies that my brain was working on. And I remember I remember my kid just listening to me talk and talk and talk about things that I was reflecting about God and things that I was reflecting about life and, you know, verbal analogies. And he asked so many questions. And we just had this, this great moment of me saying about, you know, how it was really encouraging me that no matter how many times I mess up, on the on the piece of metal, I, I could just put it back in the fire and try again. And it just reminded me how God's like the potter and we're the clay and and it's his job to shape and shape us. And I just have to be willing. And, and we just had this great conversation. I thought yeah, there was nothing planned about it. It was just a conversation about it. So it's in the ordinary everyday drippings of your brain that this stuff happens. I remember the 2012 Olympics, we hosted a home Olympics with just the three of us and, you know, like did pole vaulting and stuff using very small things. And cause I had a three-year-old and uh, at the poles that were tubes from wrapping paper things. And we just had a great time, but I, I remember um, I would then fall down and then I would pretend to be injured. And then we would have to do prayer ministry to like enable me to rise again. And, and even in the, in the fantasy play, the life of a Christian was there. It was sort of like, you know, that you pray when you get injured made total sense. And, and to just incorporate the, the play into it. And so whether you're on long road trips and you're playing songs to bebop and dance and sing to, whack on a worship song and everyone can pick one worship song. You can go around and just spontaneously decide to worship for a little bit and then move on to the best of Queen. Uh, do whatever you want, but enjoy the flexibility of your summer.
you know, ride your waves, ride their waves, take advantage of boredom and let your ponderings drip out of you. And don't feel any pressure to be anyone different than who you are, because by the sheer amount of time you have together and the wonderings of your heart, you will have great conversations with your kids. So ask those open-ended questions, draw together, play together, and and let whatever hits your heart flow out of your mouth because all of these little moments form together a weaving of God throughout. And you never know what will be the lesson that sticks with your kid for a lifetime. So enjoy your summer. We regularly do Facebook Lives once a month on the 10th Monday. There's only one time that a Monday ends in the word teen, like 15, 18. There's only one of those a month. Evidently, I did not know that, but now my mind is blown. And on the 10th Monday, we do a Facebook Live at night. Um, and we do a half hour uh, for each sort of age group so that we pick a topic and then we apply it to zero to fives and to parenting five to 11s, to parenting teens, so that we can really all get out of it, you know, something really specific. And so we've done... Uh, so far, we've done loads. We've done uh, transitions. We've done uh, sleeping and sleep problems and how we can help. We've done beauty and manliness. We've done tying together truth and experience. And uh, on one of those, this question came up about bedtimes and chat and catch and how we can have creative ways of connecting with God at bedtime. And this was the answer. One of the tools that we use in Parenting for Faith is chatting and catching, which is sort of uh, just letting kids talk about anything with God and uh, and catching what he says. But even then, uh, the way we started is by suggesting things for kids to pray about. Uh, and then sometimes you can just leave them to it once you have a good chat with God and uh, come back in and catch from him. But sometimes we want to do... That can fall into a pattern if kids really like it. And you're like, I can't think of anything else to chat about. So you sort of cycle in on yourself. Uh, and so that can become samey. Or uh, or sometimes when we want to pray together, we're thinking, how do we pray together? Which is a sort of different than chat and catch. Chat and catch is about enabling a heart-to-heart connection between a child and God. But sometimes at bedtime, we want to pray together. And uh, how do we do that? Uh, and the question was about creative ways that we could do that. And my question is more about authentic ways that we can do that. And so sometimes what's really helpful is it's a great chance to talk about your days. Because um, because while God is a creative God and loves us communicating with him in all the different ways, um, what makes life and communication really creative is how our days are so different and so one of the things that we can do is is share with each other about our days because our days aren't samey some of our days are like epically amazing and some of our days are exhausting and some of our days we had a really bad day today and so as you're doing bedtime prayers you can say you know what i really love to chat about could you pray for me for this could you ask god for me could you pray for me as a parent because you know as you know i fell over today and my ankle is really hurting and I was a bit like, oh, I can't believe you fell again. And I, I let myself get down a little bit. And I would love to connect with God about that. Would you pray for me? And kids really love praying for parents. And to model that at the end of the day, it's not just about listing things to God, but it's also about, as a family, coming together before God and supporting each other. 
uh, and that they can pray for you or you can say I'm really worried about my presentation tomorrow because I've been practicing and I've been preparing for it and I really want to do well could you pray for me for that and then you could say is there anything in particular that you want to connect with God about uh, and I'd love to pray for you about that and then you can enable them to chat to God on their own or you can enable you to pray for each other and uh, and there's this wonderful community and then you can say is there anybody that we know that really needs God right now? Is there anyone who's struggling that needs God? What do they really need? Like if we could ask God for what they really need, what would it be? And to do it in conversation is a really good way because it trains them to pay attention to the needs of people and to respond to it because there's always going to be different things we've heard. What about people at school? What about that new kid at school? And uh, and beginning to talk about that. If you If you have creative kids who really struggle verbally and just really love creativeness um, sometimes you don't have to do words to it sometimes you can draw a picture with God through prayer and you can get one big A4 sheet out or A3 sheet out and you can all just draw a picture of God's peace you can say you know what we really feel our family needs more peace and so God as we draw this picture of peace we ask that you bring us all peace and so rather than it being a list at God facilitate asking God for something that you're going to catch right now or interceding for somebody else or doing something that as a corporate togetherness you want to connect with God about. So the creativeness is in responding to what is happening in your day, in your community, in your life rather than anything else. Hi, I'm Simon Parry and I run All Stars Kids Club, which is a Christian kids media ministry based here in the UK. And uh, we produce kids worship, kids music, kids TV content that's full of Jesus. Uh, and also we produce one of the only Christian kids magazines on planet Earth. Uh, and we do lots of other stuff too. Um, but our heart and desire is to reach kids with the love of Jesus in our nation and around the world uh, through different ways and different means and different media. And uh, one of the projects we released last year was an album called Home, uh, which is an album of songs for children and families dealing with and living through grief and loss. Um, I've been a kids pastor nearly 20 years, and in that time I've done, you know, been involved with many funerals uh, of children that have lost parents or parents that have lost children, and they're heartbreaking. They're, they're just so hard to be in and part of, um, and your heart goes out to the families. And I've always wondered, what can you give these families that might be a, just a small bit of hope or uh, just, yes, yeah, something that's not the usual, you know, oh, well, there's a song by U2 or there's a, there's a song by, you know, Sarah McLaughlin that just is this, you know, tearful, tear-jerking song. Actually, something that's more than that, that has some kingdom element to it. And, um, and there hasn't really been anything specifically for kids and, and families. So God put this on my heart many years ago and then fast forward to 2011, my mum was diagnosed with motor neuron disease, which of course is an illness that has no cure and it's, it's a horrible illness. And she had a, a pretty nasty strain of that. So she, you know, she, she uh, 14 months later having me diagnosed, she passed away. Um, and that was a real difficult time as a family, a real challenge to me and my faith in the whole healing and where God is. And, you know, she loved the Lord, she served the Lord all her life, and but she wasn't healed and, she, you know, all this kind of stuff that I went through. Um, but in that season, God was amazing and he used my mum and witnessed through my mum to staff and patients and um, and as a family, we got closer. It, it was an amazing time. Um, so I'm grateful for God in that. You know, I still miss my mum and I'd love her to be here and I'd love her to meet our youngest 
daughter that she will meet one day in heaven. Um, but looking back, there was, you know, God was amazing in that season. And um, following that, um, some songs came from that um, that I wrote. And then fast forward to uh, October 2017, and I'm sat in a coffee shop in Franklin in Tennessee in the USA having coffee with a now good friend called Tyler Smith. Uh, turns out his dad is Michael W. Smith, which is kind of cool. But anyway, Tyler's an amazing guy, amazing musician, and he uh, he writes music, orchestral music for movies and all kinds of stuff. And I was having coffee with him, sharing this dream about this project called Home. Um, and we sat there and, you know, in, in Nashville, where it's full of amazing musicians and producers and studios. And, and I'm there with no money, no budget. You know, we live by faith as a family and our ministry kind of runs by faith. Uh, and sharing this vision about this project and and he's so for it and so on board and we're like yes let's do this and he was like I really feel God uh, want me to be part of this side and let's make this happen so that was the October and you know uh, looking at budgets and costs it's going to cost absolutely thousands upon thousands and I've done lots of kids albums in the past and you know I know the budgets are pretty small so to have this project that's going to cost just more than I've ever spent or seen spent on a kids album in a different country uh, and I've got no money no budget we'll live my faith blah 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 anyway fast forward to the January of 2018 and there we are in a studio recording this album with artists kids artists from all over the world involved Vineyard Hillsong Yancey Slugs and Bugs, Randall Good Game, uh, we got uh, Christian Art. It, it is bonkers. What God did in that short space of time is amazing. And basically, along came this album, and there's 14 songs on here, and uh, 10 of which are, what, 11, sorry, are brand new songs for this project. So there's a few previously recorded songs, Friends, entitled Him, I Can Only Imagine, but the others are all brand new songs specifically written for this project, which is incredible. And written by different people, lots of co-writes um, from different seasons in people's lives. So there's lots of emotion. Um, but it's an album um, that's very special. You know, I never set out to do this project to win awards or to um, be a bestseller or, or have platinum selling, you know, album. Uh, you know, that would be great. And if, if it's recognized in ways at some point, fantastic. But they, the heart behind this was to have something that you can give a child or a parent or a family who are going through grief and loss, something they can listen to, they can cry with, they can uh, cry to, they can remember, they can call out to Jesus. They, you know, in that, in that season, in that time they've got. I've been so, so encouraged uh, just hearing stories of where it's been used in funerals, in different faiths, using the songs in funerals and at uh, remembrance services at Christmas. And, it, and, you know, even locally, a family locally um, lost their dad through an accident on his bike with a car. He, he sadly died instantly. And the local family go to a local school, CV school, and the mum was a teacher. Without me, you know, I didn't know anything about this until I heard that actually lots of the parents had suggested this album to the family and the songs were used in fact one of the songs was sung at a school concert in remembrance and and it was just overwhelming um and you know i was sat home with my wife and we were like you know what if if it's just for that one family this project was worth it but it's been amazing hearing stories of people all over the world using these songs and hearing it and and i really pray this will continue to grow and you know uh, there's not gonna be a volume two <laughs> you know this is a kind of a one thing that we i just have been on my heart for so many years and there are some amazing songs on here, you know, lots of songs. There's, there's songs written by some children. There's songs with elements taken from poems written by parents who've lost young children. And there's a song on here, Look Back Smiling, which is a beautiful song. And actually, that's a song that you listen to before someone dies, you know, if they're, if they're unwell. You know, almost like palliative care, something that you're preparing for them to leave 
but in that moment you're you're savoring you're remembering these the, the air you're breathing together and the, the stuff you're doing right now will be remembered forever and and that's beautiful and there's there's a song on here thank you that was written by a 12 year old boy about his grandmother and just thank you for all these things you did and that you comforted me yeah there's another song rung through the heavens that was based on on some uh some words that her mum had written down when she lost her her young baby and just how she saw this her child running through the he- running through the heavens with with the angels just having having fun and that was how she saw her child and it was so beautiful uh we very much went for a, a relaxed acoustic there's lots of there's an orchestra you know there's it's very moving there's lots of space and that's what i wanted i wanted an album that you press play you can listen to you can weep to you can cry to you can sing along to um that would stir emotions yes and memories yes but actually direct you to Jesus and you know there are songs on here that say you know that my heart is broken my heart is empty I've got nothing left I'm so sad Jesus would you come and fill my heart with your love that you would you come and comfort me um so almost crying out to the Lord so so uh, this is what the album is you can you can access it on on Apple Music Amazon Spotify all the streaming sites there's lyric videos and music videos on on, on YouTube and we also have CDs available from our website and uh, from Christian distributors wherever you are all over the world. So I would love for you to explore this project. Maybe, maybe there's one song that might speak to you or one song that you might use at a school remembrance service or at a funeral or, or just to remember a loved one that you miss. But also for lots of people, grief and loss isn't just death. You know, people grieve friends moving away. You have loss when, you know, you move to a different country and you're thousands of miles from your family. And as a kid, you grieve if mum and dad split up and dad moves out or mum moves out or, uh, you know, your, your siblings go to university and you don't see them for months on end. You know, there, there's grief and loss there too. So so although this is, you know, written, a lot of the songs are written specifically about, you know, the physical loss of somebody, you know, lots of these songs could be used in other situations. Um and please do get in touch uh, with any questions or comments or if you'd like more information. Or, in fact, if you'd like to have some of these songs in your church or your vent are done live. We're exploring taking some of these things on the road. A lot of churches at Christmas have remembrance services where you remember people that are long way here. Uh, and this last couple of years, we've done some of these songs live at these con- at these services, and it's been incredible. Uh, so if you're out there and you have, you'd like to plan a service for families to remember loved ones or at Christmas, and you'd like to have, you know, to bring us in to to do these songs and, and sing them live and, and make that happen for you then please do get in touch uh, and you can find it all about this and everything else we do and upcoming projects um, on our website which is allstarskidsclub.com so thanks for listening uh, God bless and uh, many thanks and the question to start an interesting conversation this week is what would Jesus post on Instagram Is he a selfie guy? Is he an inspirational quotes with beautiful pictures guy? Is he a funny videos kind of person? If Jesus was walking the earth and had a phone, what would he post? Interesting. Have a good conversation. Thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week. And why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.